The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders radio. And we are here at the Discovery Conference for the Alzheimer's Association. And we are so honored to be working with the Alzheimer's Association and the primary sponsor for this event is wonderful Aegis Living, who does so many amazing things for seniors who have Alzheimer's and dementia. You guys are so well known and one of the key figures in your organization, Kathy Stewart. She's the vice president of nursing. And I'm so honored to talk to you, Kathy. Thanks Thanks for for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. You know, you are kind of being the vice president of nursing and your medical staff, you're assessing where people are in their progress, you know, as dementia, you know, escalates and things like that. Um, Just curious, like if I'm a family out there and I know I was for my mom, what are kind of the warning signs when it's time to get help? Like what would you say would be the primary That's a great question. And it may be a little bit different depending on your situation. Mm -hmm. And basically it's the thing is you want to make sure your family's safe at home and the things Very that true. you and and care for properly and healthy and the things you want to look at and, and if families are startled they may not have seen their mom for a while or just are right. on the phone and they come to visit and they'll notice certain things that are red flag mm-hmm. they'll notice that the hygiene that they remember their mother or father keeping up is very different they don't like to shower anymore or they mm-hmm. haven't been um, keeping up the house and, and their clothes are dirty or they're wearing the same outfit over and over and you're wondering what is going on and is, mm-hmm. this, is this right? What should I do? Should I step in? Also, um, you'll see that there's less socialization. As people decline in their home alone, they're fearful for showing that to others and that being embarrassed. That is so true. So true. They're embarrassed. And so they won't go to the social activities that mm-hmm. they used to do. And so they just kind of disappear and become mm-hmm. more recluse well, at it's, home. It's also such a challenge. Every single thing, I think, gets harder when you have dementia. Because it's like you, you're you not sure that you're going to remember how to get home sometimes. You know, especially with Alzheimer's and symptoms like that. And when those things happen, um, that can be scary. And, and, you know, what I found with my mom... You know, she would be very, um, she was very sociable, but, you know, she preferred to just stay home and watch TV, which was like a total red flag because she was never like that before. So, and and generally people are very social. Mm -hmm. So for them to pull back from their social network because they're embarrassed or they don't think they'll remember people's Mm -hmm. names or they're afraid they're, you know, they'll, they'll mess up and and get lost Mm -hmm. and, and not find their way home. Um, they're social people. So they pull back and they stopped interacting with families or friends or even mm-hmm. going on walks for fear, right. fear they won't make it back to their house. And, and there's a huge amount of depression with elderly. And that just feeds into another situation of pulling back. They're at home alone and now they're not even socializing. And, and that could lead to significant depression in elderly. Exactly. And, and the more <clears throat> isolation that they have, the more that the symptoms of dementia and Alzheimer's can actually escalate um, because they don't have that mind stimulation. So, you know, it's really important if a senior is at home to make sure that they do have a lot of interaction. If if it's, you know, if your family member out there thinking, you know, mom is fine because she sits home all day and watches her favorite TV shows and I see her, you know, maybe once a month, that's not going to cut it. That's correct. And um, so, you know, what we try to do with our, you know, with our show and, and to reach out to families is don't wait 
till it's too late. Start to get involved early on the in the time frame so that you understand the journey and understand how you can best support that loved one. And, and I think that's yeah, really that's, important. It's definitely spot on. And when you go and visit your family member, you want to check certain things. Mm-hmm. You want to, you know, check the car. Is, does it have scratches? Um, are there mm-hmm. new dents? Because that's an indication that maybe your family members should not be driving. Correct. Yeah. And family members aren't just going to give you the car keys and say, hey, you know what? I don't think I should mm-hmm. drive anymore. That's their lifeline mm-hmm. to the world, to the grocery, to the things they used to do. But that's something you need to check on because that could be very mm-hmm. dangerous for them or others because mm-hmm. there's a lot of significant accidents from people when they decline and aren't aware of their inability. Also, you want to make sure that falls are so prevalent in elderly yeah, and they're more huge. frail. That could lead to the, really, to the, it's the beginning to the end if they, they fall and they fracture something. So if you're noticing the, the bruises, the skin tears, mm-hmm. the injuries, ask about those. Mm-hmm. And you should be aware of that and, mm-hmm. and see what you need to do next because mm-hmm. you don't want it to keep on going and have that lead to a, something very significant that, that leads to hospitalization. Yeah. And I, yeah, at least for you know, my experience is that, you know, families today, they, they are trying to ride a really delicate fine line. They don't want to quote unquote interfere (laughs) with their parents. On the other hand, they have maybe some private concerns, but they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to, you know, make mom or dad feel uncomfortable or put something that it's not their business kind of thing. So, you know, one of the things that I think, you know, and helping, you know, being that, um, you know, being that loving family members is what are some of your advice on how a family member can really intervene and help keep mom or dad safe? The thing is family, the, the mom and dad, they still want to be the boss. They don't want mm-hmm. the, the younger um, adult child to be the boss of them. And they, they, there's going to be some resistance. So you have to really navigate that very carefully mm-hmm. when you come in, you want to make sure that number one is your mom or dad has their has access to their meds. They're not expired. They didn't run out. They're taking them properly mm-hmm. because that could lead to a lot a more dangerous situations sure. of, of dizziness and and maybe low blood pressure or even high blood pressure or whatever could be going on with that that person's health and well being. And um, there's but there's things that you could help put in place. Like you could have lists of phone numbers so they have easy access to family members and they mm-hmm. feel safe and they'll reach out yeah. more readily. They can also, there's so much technology in place right now that you could have the people finder on your phone Mm -hmm. and you could say, oh, mom's at the grocery store and I don't know if that's good for her to go there by Mm -hmm. herself. Mm -hmm. Or why is she three miles away on her walk? And you could keep track of that and always keep tabs on your family member. Good point. There's the life alerts. Mm -hmm. So you know when there's a fall and there's people that could could access um, any emergency. And um, also what you need to do is make sure that there's, uh, there's, healthy groceries, something that's not expired in the refrigerator that they're going to get into. Big time. Make sure there's water and and that they have access to the water. Sometimes we have water bottles and they can't open the water bottles. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I tell families, if you're going to get a big um, supply of water bottles, Un, un, you know, loosen the caps. Mm-hmm. So we are talking to Kathy Stewart, and Kathy is the Vice President of Nursing for Aegis Living. <clears throat> Kathy, tell me a little bit about what you do specifically, and I know everybody may have heard of the name Aegis Living, but you guys have communities all over the place. We <clears throat> are national. We have communities in, in Washington, around the Puget Sound. We have California, Northern, Southern California, and also in Las Vegas. 
and uh, we have 16 communities in the uh, um, Washington Puget Sound area with five more in development. And what we do is we are the leaders uh, in memory care and that path for families to to have a partnership in the mm-hmm. decline of their loved one. Mm-hmm. And you guys really specialize, I think, in memory care. You know, that one it's one of your, you know, what you're known for. I know in in the industry, which is so amazing. And so, um, I love the commitment that you have. For there, seniors. I think the reason we're leaders in the industry is we take. Um, family members that are are really healthy, but mm-hmm. we know people age and they decline. No one's getting younger, and we will support them in that path of decline to really end a life. They don't have to move out and find that other place. That's good. That's good. So, if I'm a family member, when is the right time for me to consider um, a new living situation for mom or dad? If you're asking that question, it's usually that time. Very true. (laughs) The most dangerous time for a family member is in the beginning stages when they're at home alone Mm -hmm. and they're not able to do the tasks that they normally did, but they're not aware. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important that at that very beginning stages when you get help, Mm -hmm. you don't want people to have... um, subjected to the financial exploitation from mm-hmm. the predators and they're they're out there they sure are yeah and and then you want them to have a safe environment and it's and have people home alone unmonitored is not safe so just in the beginning stages when i think you should start mm-hmm. exploring and mm-hmm. and looking around and seeing which is the best ages fit for you mm-hmm. well and i also recommend to families that they create a buddy system you know, maybe everybody checks on mom or dad once a day, but it, you take turns and you start, you know, everybody will now have more of a consistent experience of what's going on. I think a lot of times with families, you know, there might be one or two siblings that don't see mom or dad as much. And so they come in and mom or dad will get themselves up really work great for that, you know? And so they're going, mom or dad is just fine, you know? Well, maybe they're not necessarily fine and that's something i think that just have a more group engagement and you have a great point to split the responsibilities through all family Mm -hmm. members because many times the burden is on one family member Mm -hmm. sometimes it's the the well spouse Mm -hmm. and they get very fatigued emotionally and physically and they end up declining or it's one adult child that has taken on the burden and they're and they can't maintain their family life as well as take care of their parents it's exhausting right, for them. Right. That's very very true. And of course, you guys provide a lot of resources I'm sure for families once a, you know, family member moves in. Once we once we partner with the family, we step in, we take over, we let them be the family member not the caregiver Which is and so we important. we partner with them and give them tips and guide guidance for that that's great that's great so um tell us how we reach you and and information on if somebody's interested in aegis living how do we reach you well, we have a website aegisliving.com a-e-g-i-s living l-i-v-i-n-g dot com mm-hmm. you could call us 866-688-5829 well i'm you know really excited to be here and I also want to thank you for all of your support with the Alzheimer's Association and working so closely. It is such an amazing organization to help families and guide them and in this really complicated journey of, you know, Alzheimer's and dementia. So it's just really such an honor to be working with this organization and to have Aegis Living on our show. Um, We're just really honored to have you. So thank you so much for being on the show today, Kathy. Thanks for having me. 
Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness, and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive our monthly newsletter, receive promotional discounts, and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.